Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Guitar Nerds. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I am your host, Joe Branton. Uh, I'm joined uh, this evening by the enigmatic Jay Cross. Hi, Joe. Oh. And uh, by the oh. miracle of Sorry. modern technology, I'm also joined by Matthew Knight, who is Hello. over there, who is joining us uh, streaming all the way from uh, all the way from London. Um, now, anyone who is a regular listener will notice that I am uh, not, in fact, the normal host of Guitar Nerds. Uh, in fact, I'm more the um, the the foil, comic, the comic relief, the foil for this gaggle of sods. <laughs> but um, but unfortunately, our host uh, Mark Packham is on holiday uh, today, which uh, which is his a rarity. His first holiday. His first yeah, holiday. His first holiday. One of the only podcasts that Mark has ever missed in the um, in the three years we've been doing this. Yeah. Uh, which which is which is quite ironic, really, because this is in fact the the launch of Amplify. Yes, Amplify, which is uh, this great streaming service that we have been using for the last three weeks yeah this would be the third we did third a test week. we did a test we did do a week. test we did a test and then week. we did last week which was yes. a second more serious test yeah and uh, and this is the first one now of course there are many mediums by which you can listen uh to katanas or watch katanas so um you you may not be watching live on amplify our regular listeners um download this as an audio podcast uh, we also upload it to youtube um so you may well be watching it in the future there i may well be watching it in the future there so do you do you hello watch to me i haven't ever have you i don't really like the sound of my own voice no um, which no one probably does. i mean <laughs> probably comes as no <laughs> surprise to anybody um so i try not to every now and again i'll go back to like if i if i know i've said like a funny joke or something i'll go back and i'll see whether it was lost or just rewatch it a guys. few times well no just just listen to it make sure it was all it was all you know still there well that's but, for the um, best oh it looks like matthew we lost you Matt Knight. Oh, no, no, I'm here. Back. Oh, wonderful. I am here. Don't worry. I Excellent. can hear you. Um, so, yeah. Um, I guess we're going to see how this one goes, because as much as I do hate to say, you know, like, oh, Mark sort of ties this all together and stuff, he kind of does tie it together, because he's the one who sort of pays attention to stuff. Mm, whereas uh, you and me sort of... Gemini, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Well cheers, done. Matt. Cheers, Matt. Oh, uh, I'm, I've got a can of Coke. Oh, okay. Excellent. I tell you what, though, this is a good segue because I did. I don't know if you noticed. I did. Um, this is my. So we're recording in my house, and we've got this uh, this nice glass table that we're recording yeah. on. And so I didn't want the beers just to be on the table. That's that's so, a great idea. I mean, I'm, I, I, as I say that, I'm going to put the beer on the table now just to hold up. I do have uh, Ernie Ball Power Slinky um, 
coasters. I've and, got a uh, skinny top, heavy bottom coaster up here as well. And it's what? It's the it's the fifteenth today. Is it the fifteenth? Today's the fourteenth. It's the fourteenth, which means we are four 14th. days away from Father's Day. So, I mean, what better present than an Ernie Ball coaster set? What I don't better know what way? Getting. I don't know why I got this. What better way to say I love you, Dad? Than, and uh, also because I, I I'm cool and use uh, power slinkies. You've got. Um, I've got Martin. You've got uh, a Martin um, sound, and that's actually that's a coaster. And I got that when I went on uh, uh, when I went on the Martin tour mm. uh, in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, which is well good. And if you are anywhere near rural Pennsylvania at any time in your life, um, head up to Nazareth and go on the Martin tour because it is really, really cool, really interesting. Um, and what this is is as well as just being a coaster, you know, I got that. That is, do you know where it comes from? Uh, is it the sound hole? It's to cut out the sound hole. Wow. They turn them into coasters. How about that? Isn't it cool? That's, uh, that is definitely maximising on old junk and making money from it. No, I got it for free. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I, no, we didn't pay for the tour. The tour was free as well. The tour was wicked. Nazareth, the, the, the factory in Nazareth is really interesting. And I've spoken about it before, but it is, like, it's definitely worth going to. It's about an hour and a half north of Philadelphia, about an hour and a half... Uh, away from, maybe a little bit more than that from New York um, it's not a million miles away you should definitely go if you if, if if anyone listening is in that area at any time it's really worth really worth the trip out there it's really cool oh, sweet well I, mean, I think sort of on that note because mentioning that um, you have spoken about it before um, and I must apologise to our regular um, viewers and uh, and our regular listeners but as this is the Amplify launch night and potentially we have uh, people uh, watching who might not be aware of what Guitar Nerds is so I'll explain a little bit um, about what Guitar Nerds is to start with um, nobody likes an origin story oh yeah well no Wolf, just, uh, just do like bad, a wasn't it? Yeah, technically just do like Deadpool's a, an origin story is it I mean as long as it's not another Batman origin story nobody needs another Batman origin story just uh, just do a quick origin story just okay. a, uh, so Guitar Nerds uh, spark is, notes. is uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to clean it, my glasses you do that so Guitar Nerds is a weekly podcast video and audio where uh, the gang of Guitar Nerds get together and we talk about all things guitars now um, you can ask us questions if you are listening to us live on Amplify you can ask us via the wonderful Jay Cross um, any questions that you like and we'll try and answer them if they're interesting uh, you can also get involved on our Facebook group uh, which is facebook.com forward slash guitar nerds forums where no, um, forum. forum where there is a whole um, community of people who uh, you can ask questions to we're there as well and we'll we'll um, answer questions we also might take some of your questions and deal with them in the podcast as we're going to be doing today um, you can also follow guitar nerds on twitter if you have any burning questions you can follow us all individually i'll give you those um, addresses later you can check out our instagram at guitar nerds where we post loads of cool pictures of stuff matt knight uh you actually um post uh, do do a lot of the instagram at the moment mainly because yes you have a ridiculous amp and pedal board setup yeah i think take charge show some people some nice photos and i'm one of the few people to work kind of uh i suppose on the front line in the guitar store seeing all the nice guitars as they come out of the cases That's so fine. um it's worth noting it's worth noting that uh at one time or another uh all four of us involved in um this podcast have or do work in guitar stores uh i think we've probably got about 40 years worth of experience collectively <laughs> between us yeah, like that, in yeah. uh yeah, in guitar shops time. so we've seen we've seen it all 
we don't know anything, uh, but we're uh, very uh, we're very good at um, pretending we do. That that that's true. That's, so, that's exactly what we do. But yeah, um, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> so see um, you next week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cheers, everyone. So yeah, so that's kind of what Dynads do. We also we also run a YouTube um, YouTube dot com forward slash guitar nerds videos um and uh on there we do loads of things we do top fives um we also do uh, pedal of the week which we have some of the pedals of the week here uh matt knight demos all of these for us so we'll we'll be talking about these in more depth later in the podcast and um yeah so there are lots and lots of ways you can get um, you can interact with us as uh, guitar nerds and with the rest of the guitar nerds community. Um, we let's start the podcast kind of as normal as uh, as Mark Packham would were he here, um, which is by asking kind of what everyone has been up to. Yeah, um, Matt Knight, we'll start with you. What have you been up to? Well, the main thing guitar wise this week is I came and did some videos, which I think we're probably going to talk about in depth in a bit. But that's how I spent the majority of my weekend. That's right. Well, we can uh, talk hanging about out that with now. you boys. Yeah, so I got to come and hang out with uh, you lovely people, and we shot a load of videos because loads of people have been really nice and sent us some free stuff to kind of do some demos on. So. We did how many how many pedal demos did we do? I think uh, we did quite a lot. Like, yeah, it was it was an awful lot. So we did loads of um, yeah pedal demo reviews. We got one bass pedal in as well, which was quite cool. Yeah, but we did some great stuff as well. There were yeah. you did amazingly because I think we we started at uh, eleven o'clock and finished at half five, and you just yeah. you, you powered on through. Six and a half hours behind the camera goes pretty quickly, but it's also camera. very tiring. Yeah, I was behind the camera. You were in front of it. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. it just it in in some way, shape, or form near a camera for uh, that length of time. But yeah, it was really good. We it's always good to just the four of us to like get together in the same room because I don't live in Brighton anymore, so it was a shame that we uh, can't always get together. But yeah, it's it was nice to kind of hang out and demo a load of stuff and play some cool guitars and like companies I'm amazed that companies have been so nice to us and like given us some great stuff to demo as well and not just like big names like some real boutique guys who you know are sort of trying to get their name out there and you know are willing to like a great example here of everything from from kind of quite mainstream brands to sort of more boutique brands on the internet so I think um, you know a lot of new companies especially when the stuff's hand built and a lot of time and effort goes into it and like every pedal is their kind of bread and butter it's their it's their paycheck you know so and they might build them in smaller numbers than you know other companies for them to send us stuff to demo is you know really really nice and from all over the world as well we've it's not just like people in the uk and it's a great way for us to kind of shout about new brands which i really like yeah yeah, and also you know for someone who works in the guitar store you see the same things over and over and you see the same sort of mainstream brands over and over it's kind of nice to open the box and be like Oh, I've never really ha- heard of these guys, and then you plug the pedal in, you're like, "This stands up against some of the like biggest pedals out there." Yeah, and we had that a few times in our um, uh, in our recording session over the weekend as well, where there were just uh, sort of pedal brands, pedal companies that we'd not heard of, um, mm. and the 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 effects we were using were were off the hook. Yeah, I think there was some stuff that I demoed 
that weekend that I've played through before and kind of thought, well, yeah, it's okay. And then sort of actually sitting down with it and playing it, it was like, oh yeah, this like pedal's amazing. The the Vapor Trail was the one for me. That's I was right, thinking about which, it today. Which I've got here. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, the Seymour Duncan Vapor Trail, um, which is, uh, yeah, a Seymour Duncan delay. Um, analog delay. Analog delay. They're so good, aren't they? Yeah, they sound they that, sound they sound so good. I think that and the Clisonic, which was the one, which is the one next to it, there were my two highlights of the uh, of the day. I think this this was remarkable. I uh, I should have brought the the box over for this because that's massive, isn't um, it? Yeah, it's huge and it comes in a really it's it's full padding and it's yeah. got like you know it's 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 little cutout in the middle. But look at that. That is a. I mean, there are lots of just sort of plain metal box pedals, but that is a really high quality little unit, and it sounded the, incredible. The cool thing about that was was there's no fuzz control. They've kind of just gone, no, we've 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 got the optimum level of fuzz. Your guitar will do the <laughs> your guitar will do the rest. Like here's a harmonics control, and here's a volume. I suppose in a way, a bit like the harmonic percolator, because is, is there's no is there a gain control on that? Uh, I can show There's you if one you want. Yeah, let's have a look at the harmonic percolator. Um, no, so the harmonic percolator, you've, you've just got in and out. You've got harmonics, um, sorry, harmonics and balance. So you, I think you blend in the signal. I mean, I don't really know how it works, but I think you blend in the fuzz. You just fuzz. turn it up on full. I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't remember. Yeah, sometimes. That's um, a cool pedal though. That thing sounds amazing. It does. It is great. It is great. I, I Every now and again, I'm like, oh, I don't really need this. Maybe I'll sell it. And then I plug it in and I'm like... No, that's a absolutely ridiculous thing to suggest. Do they uh, do they make those anymore? Uh, Interfax don't. I don't think do that was probably a bit loud. Yeah, so. that's all right. The, the, the only reason I asked was because Third Eye Pedals, who are a little pedal oh, manufacturer all, in Brighton, do a little. Work. They're all making clones of them now. Every, uh, there, there's there's plenty of clones out there. So um, I, I think I think as much as um, we predicted that the well Matty predicted that the, the the Dumble emulator or not emulator, but mm. like the Dumble preamp was going to be the next big uh you know like the next big sort of cloned pedal after the clon centaur was last year yeah. i reckon the uh <clears throat> the harmonic percolator as well they can they get that like they've just had this really cool resurgence which is which is very cool i'd very love cool. the harmonic percolator to come back a bit i really think it's a brilliant pedal yeah um it, it would be nice to see it sort of embraced a little bit more at the moment i do think it's a little underrepresented which is weird because i mean it's it's steve albini in it like it's steve albini yeah. who made it famous and it's you know, one of the most famous rock and roll producers of all time, playing his favorite, making his favorite sound. I mean, yeah. I don't really understand what's to dislike there. Yeah. Um, even I like it. And I don't like fuzz at all. Not really. I was just having a. Um, I was actually having a look. The people that make it now are like Theromaniacs, so they make like an exact copy because they got the rights to do it from the guys who built them in the seventies. And the two controls are basically input gain and output gain. I mean, right. yeah, great. What they've, what they've basically done is <laughs> you just got, don't need any more than that. Here's 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 a good sound. Use it if you want. Turn it up if you want. Yeah. Don't worry about it if you don't. Like that's what they've done. It's great. It's brilliant. Really, really cool. Yeah. Really cool. We actually uh, we got to do there were there was another pedal actually that we got to do this chap, um, the Empress. Uh, the Empress Take Delay, uh, which we're giving away um, soon as well, aren't we? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, well, I think that's going to be... That's... 
Is that going to be one of the early competitions? I think that's going to be a competition relatively it's, soon, I think. That's right, yeah. I think we're going to do it on the YouTube, I think, was the, the idea. Um, and we're going to be giving this away, which uh, which Matt demoed on the weekend. So we're going to upload that soon. But it was... Um, this is one of the best. Having tape-style delay systems, having the ability to switch your the tape aging between new, vintage, and old and having a separate modulation function between little none and lots um it just sounded incredible like it took a little while for you matt didn't it to to sort of get anything um that was especially unique out of it but i think when yeah. you when we found that when we found that it could do this sort of aged um aged tape uh style sound it, it was just incredible it was a, a, a great thing yeah but for me, it's the, the vapor trail was the one that you instantly plugged into, and you're like, in fact, I mean, all of them through the because we've been messing around with like a new recording setup as well. Because um, I suppose this is all sort of a, like a constant learning process for us. Like even though the like videos are like relatively sort of new to us in terms of doing it for guitar nerds, and yeah, having the the two notes clean for our preamp like made such a massive difference. Oh yeah, completely, um, completely. compared to the, the videos song? we're doing before first time we've we given it a good run out wasn't it and um it's it's really cool because it's it's one of those things where you know working in in guitar stores and stuff you quite often get uh, people ask you and they say right okay what do you recommend what do you recommend is a is a good uh recording interface and like you know we haven't used them all we go off of what we've been recommended by other people who've used them mm. and we go off of the specs and we go off of you know the demos that we've seen and stuff. So actually, getting some proper time with something like the two notes, the clean, which was such a great unit, such a great like a valve-driven um, interface, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great. Really, really great. Really cool. Really cool. Um, so sort mm. of bringing bringing things back around to this, which was uh, which was the sort of what has everyone been up to? Jay Cross, what have you been up to this week? On a guitar-related front. Uh, on a guitar-related front, uh, oh, there we go. Sorry, I lost my uh, I lost my internet connection for a sec, but I'm back up and running. Um, what have I been up to? I mean, I was with you all this week, so it's uh, more or less the same. I guess there's nothing the there's nothing independent. That nothing hugely to write home about. No, no, no. Just setting all this up and everything. So I got to check out some pretty cool stuff okay. today, um, and they're all secrets. Oh, yeah. I mean, except for one, I uploaded a picture onto um, onto our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash guitar nets forum, um, earlier today, which was uh, of myself holding the orange O bass. Yes. So I can tell you that there is some exciting new orange stuff. Cool. On its way. So that bass is. I'm looking forward to that. How, do we know? Well, that's out. Gonna... No, that's Are out. They out. That's the one thing that was out. Okay. It's what I was plugging it into. Oh, um, cool. which was pretty cool. You've probably said too much. Maybe. I hope, I hope uh, James isn't listening. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> actually, but yeah, there was. I tried out some great new um, orange stuff that's yet yeah. to be announced. Okay. Which um, one of the things that they're soon to announce, I think, is an absolute game changer for the sort of people who listen to and watch this podcast. Cool. For people with lots of these, is it the uh, the Matt Knight? Is it Matt Knight's? 
their face on a pedal. Yeah, it's. And you get to, oh no, is it your face on a pedal and people get to stamp on it? That, that's exactly what, really. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's JB the JB Spech. Stomp. Yeah, the yeah, JB Stomp Spech. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but but yeah, I got to try out the Orange O bass, which is great. So um, so Orange have made their own bass. It's designed by Aid, the the, the fellow who has made most of the uh, the really great decisions that Orange have made over the over the years and they've released their own bass which is strange for an amp company to do um, but what they've made is essentially a an undersized Les Paul body shape with a precision bass pickup in it and a Rickenbacker style heavy lacquered neck in a full 34 inch scale so spec wise it's great they've then done it in amazing finishes like a vintage black um, they've done it in an incredible like 70s um, two-tone sunburst and they've released it in orange, 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 um, orange. orange. Is that orange. the <laughs> is that the the finish that's, color? Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, right. buffalo, that's buffalo. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they've uh, they they also all, all the instruments come with a choice of scratch plates. So you get um, a taut and a mint guard with um, uh, with the with the vintage black and the two tone sunburst, and you get a a white and a black with the with the orange instrument. They come with a an orange gig bag, a very heavily padded gig bag, and they're two seven nine or two eight nine. Yeah, which means they're less than the classic Vibe Squire, and all the features on them are really good. I was really impressed. I was a bit like when I came in to sort of do the demos, and I was told that um, the Orange were bringing their O bass. I was a bit like, oh, you know, that's a shame. Like Orange bringing their own <laughs> bass. And it's a cheap bass, and I'm trying to show off the amplifiers, and I'm going to have to use this sort of pony beginner's bass. It sounded wicked. I was really, really into it. So um, obviously, you can see it on the group. You can see how good it looks, and check it out on on La Tinternet. But but an absolutely cracking bass, and so affordable that I think if, as well, if you're a guitarist and you're looking for something to kick around on or to record on, then they're absolutely brilliant. Yeah, because I was just having a look. I think they first announced those in uh, NAM 2014. Yeah, it's been on and off. Um, we we actually spoke about it on the podcast a while back because uh, Orange brought me a prototype uh, about a year ago or just over a year ago. They brought in a white one, which they ended up not releasing, a white one with an orange scratch plate. Um, but, but yeah, it's been... They've obviously been messing around with the idea for a long time. But I'm I'm actually really glad they've done it. I almost wish they'd set up their own brand um, and not released it as as Orange um, because I think there'll be a a slight problem with people taking it seriously when whenever amplifier brands do guitars. I mean, certainly Dan Ar- Dan Armstrong and Ampeg got away with it. Yeah, Line Six got away with it. Maybe I think I think they've gotten a lot more. Um... I think they've got a lot more is, uh, kudos recently, rather than mm. I, I don't know. The early ones were very popular as well, weren't they? The I think I was thinking of the older ones. The uh, what's it's his a name? lot of time though. When they, James Tyler. Yeah. You what, yeah. Matty? It's when they get someone else involved. It's when they get yeah. someone else involved that they kind of gives them a little bit more of a head start, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, Orange haven't really done that, but having a the fellow who kind of helped design everything cool that's ever happened with Orange yeah. is, is kind of a is a cool thing. And if anyone's ever seen him, he is like a slice of the 1970s. So it, a- it sort of stands is, for reason that... 
Ada's very cool. He's very, very cool bloke. Really, like, very, very cool. Um, and he, you know, what's, what's cool about Orange is it's not... You know, Cliff Cooper, who started Orange in 1964 or 8? I don't know. I can't remember. When Cliff Cooper started Orange, um, he's still there. You know, he's still in the office. And his son uh, is still very much in the in the running of the company. And then you've got Aid, who joined um, maybe like 20 years ago or something, I think. And, you know, Aid... Aid like invented the lunchbox amp with the tiny terror. Yeah. He he. It's pretty mental, really, isn't just, it? When you think about that. I was speaking to one of the one of the other techs who works there, a guy called Rob, uh, who's a, who's a mate of mine, and he said that um, Aid basically just went like one day, just went. You know what I really want to do is I want to make an amp that fits on an A4 piece of paper, and everyone was like, "Nah, mate, you're mental. No one will ever buy that. That's ridiculous. Why? Why is anyone ever going to want that?" And uh, he went, no, I'm going to do it. And he b- built the Tiny Terror and everyone just... It was just a complete game changer. Complete game changer. And he's still there. And also, he's like a mastering engineer. He, like, on the side, he mas- he's a mastering engineer. He's mastered the last, like, bunch of Iron Maiden records. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a proper rock and roll bloke. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, like, that's the cool thing with Orange. Is it's, it's all there. It's all, like, it's just a cool company. Very... I've, I've got so much time for Orange. So much time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, should we move on to some news? Sure. Oh, it's, it's, this is without Mark saying, "Can we move on to some news?" and then me doing the sound effect. It's not quite the same. Do you want me to say, "Should we move on to some news?" Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think with that, it's time to move on to some news. News. Oh, and then I have to carry. And on. then you have to carry on. You really like you. You just like being the foil, don't you? Doing so, the- we've got some news. Okay. Um, as I've sorted out the news for this week, rather than Mark Packham, for the first time in maybe six <laughs> or seven weeks, Years. the news oh, isn't going to be about really obscure pedals that have been released or clip-on sound hole tuners that you don't care about. I've actually got some real news that's actually happened. And that's a bigger deal than you realise because we're in the middle of the summer at the moment and nothing happens. No. No one until releases summer anything. Nam. Yeah, until summer now, which is what everyone's waiting for. Mm, exactly. But we do have some actual bits of news. So first off, um, Gretsch have released a new Electromatic series. That's right. As if Gretsch could get any cooler after they released the Streamliner series earlier yeah. this year, which we were all absolutely blown away with. I mean, the Streamliner series is quite genuinely the best guitars that you can buy for sub 400 quid on the market. The Electromatic mm. series is kind of uh, is back at it again. Um, Matt Knight, have you uh, have you got some information up there about the Electromatic series? Yeah, they've actually some of them have landed, so I've actually seen them and played them as well. And it sort of reminded me about how I felt when before they did or when they had the original Electromatics, and then they brought out the current ones, and we're like. That's such a massive improvement. When they went from the fifty-one, when they went from the one series to the four series, so when the serial numbers all changed from fifty-one twenty to fifty-four twenty and yeah, fifty-four yeah. So twenty-two when, and stuff. So before this range, the range that came out before, and it was like, oh, that's that's really great. And then and then they were sort of it became like six, seven hundred quid. And then as you say, the streamliners come out, and then they're sort of like two, three hundred, and you're like, okay, so what's next? And then they're like, oh, and then we've also completely redesigned 
this electromatic range and, and as soon as I got one out of the box I was like these guitars look like a million times better and they already looked yeah. really good but like so there's a couple of like standard choices like the aspen green and the orange but they also do it in an amazing fairline blue which is kind of like Lake Placid Blue. Oh my god, I can't believe that finish. I can't believe Gretsch have done a Lake Placid Blue. It looks incredible. As if their it colours could get any better. Brilliant. What's the name of the apple finish they do as well? Is is it Aspen? You're Aspen not thinking Green, of Aspen no, Green? Of, yeah, 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 yeah. Aspen Green's great. The, the, like, so I've not seen. I've not had a chance to see any of these yet. These new electromatics. Hmm. Um, but what, the the thing that I really liked about the change from the 51 from like the 1 series which is weird because it's the second number but when they went from 51 to uh, you know like the 54 stuff um, they just like all of the little bits and bobs that needed changing because I, so I used to have a 5125 I think it was a 5125 which was um, it had diamond single coils uh, which is a bit weird for a Gretsch anyway, but it had the arm and single coils and it had the F-holes and everything. But the, the the big problem that I had was like, it just, everything looked a little bit unfinished. Like the F-holes right. weren't, the F-holes yeah. were just left open. Then when they went to the 54 series, um, everything was, you know, they, 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 they like bound the inside of the, uh, of the sound holes, which of the F-holes, which just made everything like pop a little bit. And they just looked really cool. And because they looked cooler, I think, you you just picked it up and it's like ah yes you know it's just a lot more fun that was that was always my impression with them anyway yeah I mean I can't think of any any other sort of instruments that kind of hit the price points that Gretsch managed to do and look as unique as they do now no no it, no I agree well, and I mean yeah giving Gretsch to the masses basically well because, completely completely because otherwise which we haven't had we haven't had for so long yeah because I think they were getting to a point where it's like. When when a guitar is like two or three hundred pounds, it can be like a snap decision, and like more than likely you're going to love it. But it's great to go out there and just go, I want to spend a couple of hundred quid. And the thing with Gretsch is fantastic guitars, but they were getting to a price point where they're like seven hundred pounds, and that's yeah. like a much more serious decision. Yeah. And you know, Gretsch's are quite a unique, unique sound. So with the Streamliners, they've then got to kind of reinvent the kind of the slightly more expensive ones and actually one of the things that really makes them stand out on the wall is the fact that the the bodies are bound yeah yeah absolutely like on the blue it just it just really sets them off i think if i remember rightly just one of the main because they've got the same pickups i can't remember if they've changed the sound holes in any way but i think it's that obviously you still got the bigsby or hardtail and i think slightly different headstock as well um, but I think it's mainly kind of new colours and then sort of like minor adjustments. Um, but they are awesome guitars. Yes. Yeah. So definitely something to check out, gang. If you haven't seen them yet, um, go onto the Gretsch website. They have a full specs and a full list. Even include a left-handed model, which is uh, which is great for for Gretsch to actually. No Bigsby yet, though. Still. Yeah, uh, no. No left-handed Bigsby. No. Which I really feel is something that they are just they're really missing. Mm. Like, why haven't they? Done, I mean, how? Well, yeah, yeah, they're going to be like a big a left-handed Bigsby is going to be more money, but like, I, you can't. There's there's so few. I I can't think of a single off-the-shelf guitar that comes with a left-handed Bigsby. No. You know, you've got to buy the guitar and then you've got to put a left-handed Bigsby on it. And it's just if Gretsch were to release a guitar that already had the left-handed Bigsby on there, they would sell hand over fist. Yeah, they would absolutely. sell so many of them, so many of them. But um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's good anyway. Yeah, yeah. So moving on to the second piece of uh, news that we have for you. Now, this one isn't a new release as much as an old release, uh, as in something that's been discontinued. Fender have discontinued their Mexican Deluxe series. Oh, now, of course, this doesn't come too uh, late after they discontinued their American Deluxe series and replaced it with the American Elite, Elite series. Yeah which was virtually the same thing, but still very cool. So we've no news on what is going to replace the Mexican Deluxe, but the Mexican Deluxe has been discontinued. The good thing about that is that it's just happened, meaning that certainly everyone in the UK still has loads of stock <laughs> of Mexican Deluxe, which means that, they, that everyone is doing sales on Mexican Deluxes. So what... Well, I can't think of anything that was in the Mexican that was in the deluxe range. This is like the um, deluxe players. Yeah, stuff. so so they do no, those yeah. strats with with gold. Hardware. Yeah, so the really so yeah, yeah the really like horrible. A, what was the blue? What's the blue, Matt? They do like a navy blue or like a royal blue. It's. Well, you're, uh, not, remember it's you're not thinking of the because um, the one I was thinking of that's in the range is the Lone Star, which is the ocean turquoise. No, that's yeah, not, ocean yeah, turquoise. They do they do do like a royal blue or a crimson or something yeah. like that as they, well. They do a royal blue and they do like a um, there is sort of a brownie red through red as well. Like is it, is like it the so, yeah, sure. No, it's not nothing like that. It's like a through color, but they're so, so unusual for Fender, like the whole sort of gold hardware and like these really sort of plush Ron Burgundy style colours. Sapphire blue transparent. Oh, even the name is Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> but still, oh, have, have they on. got the have they got the extra switch on them as well, haven't they? Have they got the little push button what, switch, if I remember switching? rightly? S one switch. No, no. No, they've got like an extra little push button switch, if I remember rightly, between what, like the volume what was on the elites. Yeah, between yeah, the second yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. tone, which I think brings in the bridge pickup whenever you, wherever you are on the on the circuit. I think, and it's noiseless pickups, isn't they, it? Oh god, they're matching so, headstock. They're, no, they're not matching headstocks. They're no? such horrible guitars. I don't know what you're talking about. They're such horrible, horrible guitars. Guitar. But the the point is, they're they're now a good sort of hundred hundred and fifty quid cheaper, right. which is really cool. Basses are all in there as well, which is yeah. pretty cool. The basses were definitely more tasteful. Do you want to do, do you want to tell everyone? address of your shop as well is that <laughs> is that what it is everywhere every shop is doing matt your shop's doing a sale surely i mean i did arrange a sale today for for these yeah a far yeah. better one oh, honestly yeah <laughs> honestly it's a better one yeah honestly what is this what is unbelievable, this unbelievable unbelievable so people who don't know me and matt work for uh the two probably biggest rival <laughs> shops in the uk <laughs> um we physically hate each other actually but talk, talking about um discontinued guitars i suppose yeah with that there could be i mean i don't know but they yeah they could be doing like a mexican elite that's something i'd like to see but they kind of do like the difficult thing is is that they already they already do like a mexican standard and then you go up to kind of like american special so you've sort of Mm. already got that in between so if you did something like that, wouldn't you be pushing the boundary of like two guitars that are basically same price point? But they already do that with the Mexican standard and the Squire classic vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose it's a difficult one. I mean, the guitar that I've sort of really been loving at the moment is the American Special um, do you want to Pro. Buy one? No, sorry, <laughs> I don't want to buy one. No, the American Special Pro, like limited edition, it's got a shore bucker in it. 
Um, it's got the American standard neck and the um, Texas specials, so it's like a complete mix of like well, an yeah. HSS. Yeah, yeah, so Strat it's like a, and one yeah. of those. Is that new? That must um, be new. Is that new? That is new. It's new and limited. But actually, okay. I was going to say one of the other reasons I think um, they're discontinuing a lot of things in the Mexican range is because so much more is coming from Fender Japan. Really? Um, yeah, because Fender now own Fender Japan. I thought so... they just sold Fender Japan. I thought it was the other way around. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. No, the people that were own or own Fender Japan have sold it to FMIC. Right. Okay. So... That's why that there's more stuff coming through. So I don't know if you've seen this sort of like some limited edition 60 strats in lilac and like apple green. Yeah, oh, yeah and I've seen like yeah, 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 yeah. rose red stuff like that. And things like the Richie Cotts and Telly and Strat oh, and all those sort of the weird Richie and wonderful Cotts guitars. Strat, what an interesting, what an interesting instrument. Gold hardware, Demarcio's see-through white flame maple top Strat. A thousand pounds. It's cheaper than an American standard, and actually, it it's got a no caster neck on it. It's like the weirdest miss. No, it's the it best thing ever. It sounds plays so good though. I, I would definitely ever. buy one, one of the most underrated guitars because it is genuinely one of the ugliest strats you will ever see. But <laughs> honestly, it sounds amazing. It feels like a no caster neck on a strat. It's like the best of both worlds. So it's mm. it's really really awesome and really worth checking out if you get to check out any Richie Cotson stuff. Of course, Richie Cotson in a band right now with the greatest bass player in the world. Um, Who's that? Billy Sheehan. Oh, never heard of him. <sighs> there we go. Anyway, so that more or less um, concludes our news. I actually, I noticed from um, from Jay updating the um, the uh, guitar nerds um, amplify thing, we've uh, we've been joined by... Uh, by bass uh, Dablo, um, who is my good friend JD. Um, okay. Who I went to the uh, the Fender Factory um, with in uh, the California Fender Factory recently. Did I put all the pictures up on the group on the Facebook group? 
I think you put quite a few up there. Yeah. The other day, or you put them on your personal one at least. Yeah. I remember seeing them related to you, and I thought, oh god, it's another post from Joe Branton. Better leave that. Brilliant. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> wonderful. Moving on. So uh, that concludes our news section. So we should move now on to, I guess, um, I guess Facebook questions. 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 Oh, yeah, I've, I've got it. Yeah, 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 you've on. got to carry on. It's yeah. really, I really prefer this when Mark has to do all the complicated bits. Because you just of, get to act the fool. Yeah, I just sort of make funny noises. Right now, I've got to sort of like make sure that everything's streaming okay mm-hmm. over here. I've got to make sure everything's recording okay for the listeners over here. Um, I've got to sort of monitor your sound every time you lean back and lean forward. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got to read all these notes about what's going on. Like, Mark has a really hard job. I mean, I know he's probably the least interesting, but I understand why now. It's because there's so much else to do. Yeah. Yeah. But Wait, I thought you were the least interesting. No, no, no. I'm the uh, the least knowledgeable. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, that's definitely me. <laughs> no, you, you won the uh, Guitar Nerds quiz. Oh, it was a fix. Yeah, it was a fix. That, yeah. that was, yeah, that was a fix. That was me <laughs> fixing it. Anyway, so our next uh, our next section brings us on to questions. So, um, so this week we're going to take questions from our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Uh, please join the group uh, if you haven't already and interact with the community. Ask questions, we'll answer them. Uh, incidentally, if you are on um, Amplify, ask questions now, and if they're good, we'll answer them. If you are listening to this um, as an audio podcast, I'm really sorry that we keep. Uh, focusing on the on the video element, I promise we love. It's the future, too. mate. No, it's the future. Yeah, but some people, <laughs> some people have got to go to work and stuff. Anyway, so questions. We're going to take a few. So the first one's coming from Robin on the Facebook group, and Robin says, um, "So, what's a good? <clears throat> should I do these in silly voices? No, I don't. No, <laughs> no. I'll do these in silly voices. <laughs> <clears throat> so, oh, that's that's very loud. So." What's a good entry-level setup for recording guitars? I'm happy with my amp and guitar setup, so what is a good way to record it? There's no cab sim or line-out, so will it be microphones, sound card, computer? But it just seems so fiddly. Is there another way more suited to a non-technical guitarist? So, Jay, everybody, what did you every, say? Everybody's just logged off, mate. I think you've just you've just broken Amplify. So, what's a good way to um, to set up a a, a, rec- a home recording situation if you're already happy with uh, your guitar and your amp, but you're looking for uh, an, a simple way to record well? Matt Knight. Um, it depends what you want to do because I think if you're actually like trying to record like tracks rather than just like jams, so it's just like oh, I'm jamming around. I want to record some riffs. Like, I don't think there's any way of avoiding, like, a microphone and amp setup or a microphone and interface setup. Like, you're going to need some sort of decent interface with decent preamps in it. Um, doesn't mean you have to spend a lot, though. Like, a couple hundred quid will get you, like, a recording bundle. So, like, an interface and, like, a half-decent microphone, usually. Um, so, Focusrite I mean, ordered... are quite sharp at the moment. Um, yeah, two I really two. They're in focus, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they're very in focus. They've actually right. just released their second generation um, of their whole Scarlet range, which means again that their first generation has just dropped in price. So, and there's nothing wrong. 
I'm not having this. I'm not having this. I'm not oh, having no, this. Come on. Mark goes away for five minutes and you turn it into the, the Joe Branton deal zone. It's a good job we're not the BBC, isn't it? <laughs> oh, come on. Matt Knight, your shop is definitely doing deals on these as well. Anyway, uh... I, I'm giving people deals. I'm not telling them to buy the new one. But anyway, Scarlet's are very good. You can use them with Ableton. I really think Ableton is um, a great new platform, definitely for ease. Uh, I think everyone should be using it. Have either of you got experience with Ableton? Uh, no, I've never used anything Ableton, but I did have a um, I did have a Focusrite uh, Scarlet two i two. Yeah. Um, How which, many times did you plug that in? Uh, literally zero times. No, I did, I, 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 did, I did plug it in once, and I was like, I've absolutely no idea what I'm doing. I downloaded, um, I don't know, I downloaded something. Did I download, um, what's a, uh, I'm sure it's still on here somewhere. What's um, like a record, I don't even know what the type of software is called. It doesn't matter, like, you, you were probably using Pro Tools. It was, it don't be ridiculous, ago. it wasn't Pro Tools. It were was something, you using Fruity Loops? No, it definitely wasn't that good. It was, uh, <laughs> it was something like, it was something that I got free. Something begins with A, maybe. Ableton. I don't know. No, it wasn't able. Anyway, okay, so this anyway, is it doesn't matter. A terrible but example. I um I couldn't make it work, and I also realised that I definitely wasn't that interested. Yeah. So I uh I just sold it. So Matt, no, is that is that what you think? You think um you you agree with me? The focus right Scarlet's are kind of the way to go. No, yeah, I, I would actually maybe the other thing's worth trying, um, which is what I use is Roland Quad Capture, oh, yeah. um, because they usually come with a free copy of Cubase LE. Right, a Roland um, product, yeah. I think it's, is it? Yeah, of course. Um, that or the Scarlet. I mean, they do the same thing. So it's two in, two out. I think the two actually. I think the Focusrite's four out. So if you wanted to have some sub outs for other mixes, but you don't necessarily need to have mo- um, like monitors or anything. Obviously, you can do it all through headphones. And then, yeah, I, to be honest, I've always used just used an SM57 mic straight into that, and then straight into. Like yeah, able. Well, I use Ableton, but to be honest, I get so bogged down with recording because I spent ages setting up, and then I press record, and I'm like, I can't even remember what I was going to record anymore. <laughs> so I'd actually much rather record it onto like a Zoom Q3. Yeah. If I'm just recording like ideas, I'd rather just do it onto that, and then just yeah. you know, just. So I, I think that was the cool thing about the TC Electronic, the um, the wire trap that we were talking about the other week. Yeah. It's just like if you plug it in at the end of your signal chain, it just kind of like records your riffs, and then you're like that's fine that's all that's all i'll ever need but if you're going into proper recording a decent effect with decent preamps is the way yeah, to start definitely. yeah uh, that was the that was the tc wiretap uh, matt broke up a little bit there but it was uh, a, a really cool pedal that we spoke about a bit last week so definitely worth checking out a new release we've actually had uh, some feedback from the amplify chat room uh, mm-hmm. jess who's uh, watching says that uh, ableton is totally where it's at these days um, absolutely i couldn't agree more there's a reason that focus right have switched from um partnering up with uh, who were they partnered up before pro tools and now they and now they've moved to ableton so uh, there's a reason people are people are, are moving on to um ableton and, I think, and yeah I, I completely agree it's the, the the best switch i've ever made i mean ableton just allows for like there's two because there's two different ways you can workflow in Ableton. Isn't there? You can do it a bit more traditional, and you can do it a bit more like like stems and steps. So it's kind of great for recording stuff, and then sort of like easily switching bits around. And kind of the MIDI side of it's great as well. So if you're not much of a keyboard player and you've just got like a simple MIDI keyboard, it's easy for kind of adding in like soft synths and you know other instruments like yeah. really quickly. Yeah, I completely agree. 
Um, okay, cool. We, um, sorry to interject. We actually we also had a question, another question about recording, which I thought we'd just drop okay, in. Okay, yeah, we're let's here. drop in. Yeah. Um, so Andrew on the Facebook group uh, actually wanted to know, uh, and the reason that I, uh, you know, ever the narcissist, uh, Andrew wanted to know what mics we use for recording. Mm. Uh, this He's podcast. also asked us a couple of times. I think. Well, and we've, we've just not known. I, no. In oh, fact, no, no, we definitely do you know? I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have a look. So if, I can't remember. if Mark Packham was here, uh, he could tell us. They are. I don't want to be too I loud. I think they're Sennheiser E. Are yeah. they Sennheiser 80, E series? 80, 80, 10s. Yeah. So Alpha Tango, 8-0, Sennheiser. Yeah. And, uh, they're great. They're perfectly good, aren't they? Perfectly functional. Sorry, you're, now, Andrew, this is totally your fault. The the noise is me. I had to take the mic off the stand so I could see what it was. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's where we are. So yeah, right. eighty eighty ten. Good. Good. Okay. Good job. Good cool. Job. Excellent. Um, I don't use any of that, but yeah. <laughs> amazing. Okay, so next question. We'll uh, uh, we'll move on to Corey. Corey says. Um, I have an Epiphone SG, and I was wondering if it's worth doing some upgrades to uh, to the guitar, um, or do I save up for a Gibson SG? I'm mostly playing blues and southern rock. Uh, um, Jay Cross, isn't this ever the ever the question? Ever the question? Do you upgrade the SG? Or well, here's the thing: if it was if it was any other guitar, I was going to say. But 100% the same really? thing. Yeah. Oh, because Wait, it's true. What were you going to say? Well, I was going <laughs> to say, if it's any other guitar, if, if you were talking about a Squire Strat and you were saying, should I upgrade it or should I buy a Fender, I'd say upgrade. Maybe if you were saying an Epiphone Les Paul, I maybe would say upgrade. But if you say Epiphone SG, I think the Epiphone SG and a Gibson SG are a million miles away yeah. from each other. They're, they're not the same instrument. Yeah. They're, they're no, like an Epiphone SG isn't even made to the same, like it's not the same no. shape. So it's not, it, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's not a Gibson SG. So there are some upgrades you can make um, that will make it really good. But I, I completely agree. I, th- I think it really depends on the, it, I mean, it depends on a number of things. So uh, one of the things it depends on is, excuse me, your budget. Um, one of the other things it depends it depends on is what the guitar is, and the other thing is what it is that you're looking to get out of it. And also, I would say what the opportunity cost is. So yeah. if you um, say you know you want to go out, you're thinking about maybe going out and buying a, a Gibson SG. Say you get an SG standard, that's for argument's sake, say a thousand pound or whatever it is. You know, it's probably a little bit more, but say it's a grand, and but you've already got this Epiphone SG. You know. If you spend the extra money, if you if you if you have to save up and spend a grand, does that mean that you then don't have an amp? Does that mean then you don't yeah, have pedals? Of course. Does they're, that mean that you don't have this, don't have that? You know, so they're part of a bigger picture. Find find out. You know, you've got to think for yourself what your objective is. Is your objective to have an absolutely bang tidy guitar, or is it to have a load of cool stuff and then chop and change what you upgrade? So maybe you upgrade your um, upgrade your uh, uh, like your reverb pedal and then you upgrade your um you know your guitar cable or, or whatever you know upgrade bits and bobs that said i had an, i've had an epiphone sg that's like i've had a gibson sg as well and they're just head and shoulders above head and the, shoulders and, and above. here's the thing you, like you said a thousand pounds earlier but of course um you don't have to pay are they on sale anywhere. at the moment 
You don't have to pay anywhere near that for a Gibson HD. Well, actually, actually, it's not just my shop that's doing sales on on, okay. on Gibsons at the moment. Actually, I, yeah. You, you, like, I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's there's more sales. There, there are lots of sales going on in the UK on Gibson at the moment. But, um, incidentally, Gibson still have quite a lot of 2013 and 2014 stock. Um, and, of course, because, you know, we're now two evolutions of guitars on from that the the price is just dropping and out. and 2013 was the best year gibson have had 2014 in, was the best year. 2013 was the best year oh yeah because 2014 <laughs> had was, the annoying yeah, 120 the year yeah, yeah. Thing. so 2013 was the Hello. the best year that they've had in so long yeah because you can buy the same guitar on. Because don't forget, you can buy the SG Special Faded for like five hundred and fifty quid, which I mean, is basically the same as a standard. Unbelievable. But minus the but minus slightly different pickups and not a cross finish. Yeah, and but but I really like the the yeah. um the sort of uh, what would you call the finish? The satin finish. Satin finish. Um, yeah, yeah. On, on those, I think they're great. Just the fact that um for the same price that Fender are doing their to be honest, like in comparison to every other brand out there substandard yeah. Mexican oh, completely. series yeah, yeah. The, the, the Mexican series is not a good guitar um, for the same price as that you can get a an American built Gibson I think that's incredible and, and yeah so I would say yeah, that, I mean some, that is amazing whilst there are some great upgrades you could do we could talk about upgrades you could go out and buy some bare knuckle pickups um, you could upgrade your hardware and things like that I just think for the cost of it's the, over half the cost, isn't it? Yeah, for for a couple of hundred quid that it would cost you. Yeah, I would um I w- I would look into the um I'd look into the what was the name of the series? The, uh, it's the just, special faded. Yeah, special faded. But there's well, there's two they do this. So they do the special faded, and then they do the like seventies special. Uh, oh. Which are effectively the same same guitar, but one has got the mini humbuckers. Yeah, yeah. Which which is still, really, but the mini humbucker ones look really cool with the sort of seventy style scratch plane. I'm I'm not a fan of that oh. that seventy style. I'm not a fan of that seventy style unless it's like a Firebird. And then oh, you're so you know, wrong. You're so wrong. That's all right. Um, we are actually we're we're running out of time. We've still really? got some time. Wow. So what I want to do because we I, I bothered to lug these all the way over to your house is I want to just talk through a couple of more of these pedals well if we can before we do that whilst I realise that you know you do like to make it all about you and no, I've, we can, I've got we can, uh, we can I've run got, over we can I've run got over. Uh, I've got to partly play Mark Packham's role here and, and uh, bring it bring it back into where okay. we are yeah yeah go we do have we have had a, a couple of questions from the from the, the live chat okay. which i just like to address first of all there's a we've, we've had a couple of one, there's a cool feature on uh, I mean cool for us on, uh, <laughs> on Amplify which allows people to um, drop us Spontaneous tips, and uh, whilst we've been recording, we've had a couple of tips drop in. We've had uh, a fiver from uh, Agnes and Willie, and we also had a fiver from Whitney. So thanks very much, gang. Wow. That's really cool. And uh, we've had some VIP members jump in as well. Um, we've had Bart, and we've had Jess, and uh, we have had uh, JD, uh, bass doubler, uh, all jump in as uh, as. Um, uh, as VIP members, so thanks very much for that, guys. That's that's really cool. Um, but let's let's go back to uh, so we've had some questions. So um, long term long term friend of the podcast, Matt Quine, um, who is on the group chat there as uh, Matt QA. Read his name out in a bit. 
Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. yeah. So, long time, long time fan of, friend of the podcast, fan of the podcast. We ain't got no fans. We're mates. We've got mates, is what we've got. Um, so, yeah, long term mate of the podcast, Matt Quine. Hi, Matt. Hope you're doing well. Uh, he says, uh, My rig is all set up for humbuckers, but I'd really like to use my Jazzmaster live. Would an EQ pedal solve the brittleness of the sound, or should I just give up and use humbucker guitars live? Matt Knight. Um, no, you could use an EQ pedal, and I think the greatest example of this, uh, which I think I mentioned, I've probably mentioned a couple of times, but I definitely remember speaking about it before, is Billy Gibbons. Obviously plays loads of crazy guitars on stage for ZZ Top, yet his tech EQs every single one, so it sounds exactly like his Les Paul. <laughs> um, because really, what, so, they all, so he just uses loads of different things, and they all look different, but they all sound so the same all, front of house. They're, uh, live they're all designed to sound exactly like the pearly gates les paul Brilliant. in the studio he'll use loads of guitars and get loads of different sounds but live it's all about that les paul into the marshall jmp so i think if i remember rightly it's something like four or five g7s and they're all like tailored slightly differently because he uses loads of like esquires and pickups with like uh guitars with like one pickup and loads of custom design pickups but yeah everything live wants it to sound like that there's Paul and that would be a, a great option something like um, if you went for the source audio programmable EQ you can actually have four saved settings so if you used a couple guitars live you can actually you know spend some time actually EQing the pedal for each one of your guitars and they're like I think about 100 quid or just over 100 quid um, so it's not that and you much can really like- kind of shape the sound out so it's not that much more than like a um, a Boss GE7, really, is it? Yeah. Getting the program. Or, or G, yeah, GE7B. Actually, because I found a yeah. lot of guitarists of GE7 have gone for the bass version because yeah, yeah. you've got better low-end response. That's right. I've got one of those um, bass versions. You can pick up the old like Japanese-made brown um, GE7s, uh, which are absolutely brilliant. I think I got mine for £15 on eBay. Oh, that is crazy. I, they've remarkably um, sort of bottomed out in value, even though they're one of the best EQ pedals on the market. Yeah, I think um, I think an EQ pedal, can, it can definitely be done. Um, what about, some, um, you can definitely get some sort of really subtle sounds out of it. But what about that yeah, Seymour Duncan pedal that we were demoing on the weekend? The, pal- uh, the Palladium. Uh. Actually, that would probably no. I'm thinking the pickup booster. Yeah, the pickup booster. The Seymour Duncan oh, pickup booster. Okay. Yeah, has has the resonance switch, doesn't it? So it's yeah, single course. coils yeah, yeah. to a vintage humbucker yeah. or to a more modern humbucker. So, so actually, that might that... be a good shout. And then just turn the gain down. How about that? It's yeah. So Matt, actually, I think that's a that's a really good question. A really good oh, yeah. uh, so suggestion. Keep your eyes peeled because Matt will be demoing that. Yes. And showing with um. Actually, we never talked about Matt's guitar that he's. That uh, that he's going to be using on well he's used and will be y- using in. Oh, we can talk about the... it in the uh... Patreon. Oh, okay, we'll talk about okay. it in the, in but, the Patreon. Um, Patreon. But yeah, so Matt Wine, um, have a look at the Seymour Duncan pickup booster, which is a, a pedal of its of its like it's it, like it, I reckon they 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 sit head and they've got their own place in history. The Seymour Duncan pickup booster, yeah, because they they were around at a time when you know. The only people who were making pedals really were pedal companies. Yeah. You didn't get companies who other guitar like that made other bits from guitars diversifying and making like other things. They just people 
you know, Seymour Duncan were a pickup company and they were making a guitar pedal. That's really cool. That's really cool. You know, that was happening 10, 15 years ago or whatever. And then it disappeared. And then it, you know, re-emerged like a phoenix from the flames and ended up being this really cool, like, new pedal. But there's, there's a switch on there. There's a dip switch which allows you to move between three different settings. One, the setting zero is um, it remains at neutral and uh, you, you just use it as a boost pedal. Setting one, um, you flip that down and it turns your single coils into uh, vintage style humbuckers. And setting, uh, setting two, uh, it turns your setting single three, coils- you mean? No, because it's zero, one and two. Oh, I see, sorry. And it it's, turns your single coils into high gain humbuckers. So that would probably do what you're looking for, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I think, that I think would it's be one of the best. A good way without adding too much gain. Yeah, definitely. Uh, un- unlike the audio that's coming through from you, which basically sounds like a, a broken up amp right now. I hope it's all sounding all right. If we can have a couple of people just give us some reassurance, that'd be yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be really good. We are we are at time, and okay. we've still got a bit to do. So, oh. um, so because we've got to do all of all of that yeah. stuff. So before, because it, we can run over because we're cool. Okay. <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we, I, I'm going to talk you through each of these pedals. So I'm going to show you each of these pedals. These aren't all that we've got coming. We've got loads more. But I'm just going to show you each of these because these are some of the cool ones. I'm going to get Matt Knight. To uh, to to sort of tell us uh, a very short sort of sentence about what he thought about each pedal one by one. So first up, Matt Knight. Uh, the what say the Clisonic Lucid Fuzz. Yes. Um, buy one. It sounds awesome. If you like playing with your guitar's volume control more than the volume on a pedal, buy so, that. So that was kind of what you found, wasn't it? That this was a um, a really receptive um, fuzz to the way your, uh, your yeah. volume would be controlled. It's, it's a very much a sort of Queens of the Stone Age style fuzz. That and it's awesome. Do you know off the top of your head how much these are retailing at? Hundred and fifty was it? Hundred and fifty euros? Yeah, I don't Is think that it was what we a lot. saw. I don't think it was I'm, I'm going to say hundred and fifty euros. And one of the best no. built pedals I've seen but, in a long time. That's a really high quality boutique pedal. Um, yeah. Next one up. Seymour Duncan Vapor Seymour Trail. Duncan Vapor Trail. Mm. Mm. Um, I would struggle to choose between that and a carbon copy after the demo at the weekend. I agree. I think this is one of the best analog delays I've ever heard. Yeah, and the fact that you've got the insert control on the side for various different things, which you'll see in the demo, uh, that thing is amazing. Yeah, that input control, it's all about that. Um, But also just um, just, uh, all of the Seymour Duncan pedals having a 9 or 18 volt input uh, for increased headroom, I, I thought was such a great touch. Such a, for, for again for a pickup company, such a well thought out range of pedals. These are absolutely amazing and yeah. all um, all assembled in Santa Barbara in California, as it says printed on the back. And this one, of course, the 805. Mm. Tube Screamer with active EQ. So, Tube Screamer without the kind of hollow. Yeah mids and less bass i suppose so basically a company that's gone it's, it's, what's the problem with tube screamers and have sorted it out and the the active eq being done on these mini controls you see those three mini buttons um in the middle um 
all of their pedals top mounted so again like just forward thinking that's that is how pedal boards are getting they're getting larger and spaces coming at a premium so doing this just makes tons more sense so another brilliant pedal by Seymour Duncan um, mentioned it briefly but yeah Empress tape delay um, a good contender to I don't know perhaps like some of the more sort of like fancy delays out there maybe something like the Strymon El Capistan like if you were looking down that sort of route that's definitely a great option because it gives you some kind of cool features that you wouldn't normally get from most delay pedals definitely and these two from our from one of our favorite uh, companies at the moment cast engineering yeah so what the texas flood um tube screamer again style circuit but without that kind of hollow mid and bass and um, but the pulse drive was one of the standout ones tremolo with 30 dbs worth of boost yeah so you can really push the front end if you ramp and get some kind of really vintage sort of tremolo sounds out of that so and really I'm super impressed with that finishes. I the finishes on these pedals look oh at and that. all the controls light up oh yeah the buttons all light up all the controls light up and flash which is incredible and this one which um i left in its box on the table because i think it's really important to see just how high quality the packaging even is for this so this is the uh, yeah. the marvel the uh, ramble fx marvel drive this is their third evolution of the marvel drive now matt knight you've actually you actually own one of these on your pedal board yeah, so I actually, I must admit, actually, I it's one of the few things that I actually bought blind because there's not many places, and there was nowhere in the UK at the time you could actually buy one from. And the day I received it, Mark said that we'd actually received one in the post for Guitar Nerds. And when I plugged it in, I was super impressed. That is one of the best sounding Marshall hot rodded plexi things in a box. That I mean, that a, just sounds a like a cranked Marshall. Yeah. In fact, it basically, as you see in the video, it is a Marshall. Like, half of the circuit is a Marshall amp with transistors instead of valves. That's yeah. what they said, isn't it? Yeah, in the, exactly. In the, uh, super, the specs, super cool. They do, yeah. say, they do say that it's just, they use part of the same circuitry and just swap out transistors yeah. for... Um, Which is incredible. Yes, yeah. Now, we it's are just, just before, super over time. Um, I'm going to jump in. I'm oh, going to jump in. We've got, we've, got, we've got another question that, that came in right at the start. Oh, okay, I can't okay, okay. find it. It was from a guy called Nick. It was from, where's Nick gone? Nick asked, Nick Lovering, and this is just a quick one. Matty, Matty and Joe, I'm going to jump in for you. Nick wants to know if we can settle an ongoing debate that he has with his son. Uh, which is cooler, combo or head and cab? Head and cab. Head and cab. See, I'm going to disagree. It depends what combo, though. But uh... I'm going to I'm going to disagree here because I reckon. So I I definitely definitely thought like until fairly recently I reckon that uh, that heading cab was was cooler. But what's cooler than an AC30? I was actually this nothing the is AC30 cooler than AC30 is the only amp that gives it a run for its money. Uh, what about um, a twin? No, no, a twin does not give what it a run. What about a uh, Roland JC120? Not really, no. Nah, you're See, no, for, mug. see for me, amp. it was. I was going to say things like the uh, Tone Kings, the ones that look like 1950s TVs. Mm. Like, yeah, I definitely think, yeah, perhaps maybe they did look better. But head and cabs, it's just like you know. You can have a cab built and it will look just like the head, just like I have. And then no, I don't. I don't think anybody should. I don't think anybody should get uh, custom-made cabs. <laughs> I'm Matt, not sure. Matt Knight has just had two <laughs> incredible custom-made. I, I don't think anybody should get custom-made cabs, especially and, anything uh, that's that's custom-made to look like stuff you've already got. <laughs> I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. 
Well, there's no, that. Anyway, no, we uh, we are you. super over time, <laughs> so we've still got a few things to, to read out. So, um, uh, for for um, all of our listeners uh, out there, um, uh, I, don't, I can't really remember how Mark gets to talking about this bit. Essentially, we also do an additional part of our podcast on Patreon.com. Yeah, Patreon exclusive. It's a Patreon exclusive, so uh, in order to get... Um, uh, Access to it. Access to it. Yes, you have to become a Patreon member. Um, backer. backer. Yeah. Oh, this is good. You remember this more than me. Yeah, I know. I'm it's because you're, you're usually thinking about a funny yeah. voice, aren't you? Yeah, okay. Point. So, anyway, one of the perks of being a Patreon backer, everyone, is that you get your name read out on the podcast, well, just like these people. Yeah, okay. So, before you do that, right. you've gone about this really in a, okay, a, go on. a you, bizarre you, way. You do it, you do so, it. thanks very much for joining the podcast. If you want another half hour of this absolute shambles I think those might be his exact that's words that's exactly how it does absolute it. shambles then just head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where what you can do is you can uh, for a minimum for no more than five dollars a month five dollars a month which is like what like three quid well it depends I think well three quid did, in, in, our, in our money depends which, what happens to the pound in two well, weeks <laughs> it's very true it's very true but it's, it's, it's about the price of a pint here uh, it's about the price of five pints in the US, but about the price of a pint here. Um, you can get another half hour of this. Um, just go uh, Facebook, um, no, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. And if you pay $10 a month, you become one of our exclusive backers, uh, which means um, we tend to focus in on your questions, uh, <laughs> which is why I, I went and went straight to back wide there when I saw you put a question in there. But yeah, so there's, uh, there's a bunch of people who, have, uh, who are our exclusive backers and uh executive joe, producers executive producers and uh joe's gonna read their names out in a funny fashion <laughs> while i sing the ski sunday theme are you ready andrew marco brad that's it yeah i think there's another bar but i didn't really want to do it i should have slowed down no 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 that's fine but thanks very much, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this, the uh, the, the 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 launch of uh, of um, Amplify Ampli.fi. And thanks everyone to uh, all our regular listeners uh, who've put up with our Amplify focus this week. Um, back to normal. We won't be talking about anything other than ourselves next week. No, we will not. So Mark's anyway. going to be back, and we're going to have to be a bit more professional. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Yeah, thank goodness for that anyway so if you are joining us over on patreon we will see you over there um if not you can check us out you can get more of this stuff on ampli.fi uh every tuesday at 8 30 you can go over to guitarnerds.net where you can listen to our podcast anytime or listen to it on itunes or any other streaming device you can check out our videos on youtube at um youtube forward slash guitar nerds videos you can join the forum on facebook which is uh 
uh, facebook.com forward slash guitar nerds forum how many times um, you said you've read that one out loads today you i know i just, just know I, it i just felt that I, yeah sorry sorry you can follow us on twitter at, at guitar nerds or uh, on instagram at the same um and you can follow us individually so you can get matt knight on twitter at uh, Matt underscore Nightsy. That is Knight with a K and an S I E on the end. You can get J Cross at at J A Y B N one, and you can get me at Yosef underscore nine hundred. That's all. I think that's you've done it now. Think of you. <laughs> that's everything. That's Should all we? Of them? Yeah, I think I think that's done. Okay. Uh, thanks very much uh, to everyone for getting involved. Thanks very much for everyone on the chat. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can you make sure that you don't hit Cheers. like you don't hit like yeah. delete when you push save on that? I've actually board. because Matt Knight normally hosts it. He's left me notes. Matt on Knight. What, Matt Knight. Because Mark Packham normally hosts it. He's left me notes on what to hit first in order to end to this. stop it. So okay. anyway, thanks very much everyone for for tuning Great in. Radio. Thanks everyone uh, Great for TV. listening. Thanks if you're watching on YouTube. Um, join us over on Patreon where we'll be talking about unsung brands. So uh, we'll also Branton. be answering, yes, uh, me, unsung me. So uh, we'll um, we'll be talking about that and we'll be taking questions from the group. So thanks very much, everyone, and we will see you this time next week. Live long and prosper. Goodbye. Bye bye. Stop recording. <laughs> just check. <laughs> I'm just checking. Are we on? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.